Welcome World, episode 154 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. I am Chance. I write the games at chance.blogspot.com. It's a blog about video games that updates every day. And with me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how you doing this week? I, I am inside where the air is not trying to kill me. Inside is so good. Inside is good. It's so good. It's so warm in here, comparatively it speaking. It is. It's, my, it's, it's, I'm not going to die just by being, you know, inside. I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but my house is like 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And we have rads for heat. And... um and it got wait, wait, to the point. Stop. Rads. What does that mean? Uh, a radiation sickness. Ah, radiator. Okay. Is there's there's a boiler in the basement, just like in the Outlook Hotel in The Shining, and oh. and it's got a boiler in it, and uh, and the boiler heats water. The water, this the steaming hot hundred degree water, flows throughout these radiators in the house, fills up the radiator, heats up the metal radiator. The radiator heats the house. It's okay. pretty inefficient. It's not a yes. very good system. No. And the house itself is constructed of some sort of tissue paper quality substance. That that it's it's not so much that it can't hold the heat in; it's that the cold outside will just get in. Yeah, it, it sounds like it wasn't built for Canada. Yeah, and yet here it is in Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> so once it gets down to like minus twenty five, um, the main floor is almost like you've got to be wearing a sweater down there. It's yeah. absolutely like- brutal. It was designed by uh, someone on the run from Mexico. I guess yeah. that'd be fine. And so uh, I, I compared where our temperature was to what it would be in American numbers. And yeah, it was like minus 50, you you guys. Yeah. You guys' numbers. Like, it was fucking yeah, you dangerous 50, You cold. said 58 in the email. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I went on Google and I did the math, and that's what Google told that's me. That's some terrifying math. Yeah. And today it it, uh, it dropped about, you know, uh, it went up... Uh, like 10 degrees Celsius, so now we're only at minus 22 Canadian numbers. Oh, well, thank God. like minus 34. Yeah, and, oh, God, it's nice. I can go outside and have a cigarette and not just want to die. But your nose hairs are still freezing when you get out there, though. No, my nose hairs are neatly trimmed. But they still, like, ice up, don't they? I don't well, know. No. Like little... and, and joining us is Alex McCracken of dailycrackpot.blogspot.com. Alex, how's it going this, oh, this week? Super good. Um, okay, do you remember a song name called Take You Down? From okay. the Man from Uncle soundtrack. Yes. I don't know why, but I I kind of had a hankering just to hear that. Yeah, it's fucking great. Again, so I went and found the song on your blog, and then I listened to it like three times, and then I went <laughs> on Google Play and I bought it off Google Play and I put it's it on a repeat great on my soundtrack. It's a it's a great song, and I I'm, at some point it's I, a great I, fucking soundtrack. I almost turned it into an Overwatch video last night. It's been a while since you made an Overwatch video. Yeah. Well. Are you are you are you fighting? Fighting what? Overwatch. I'm, I are, are you two fighting? You know what? I'm just, I, I just, uh, I, no. You guys just didn't really you... talk last time we saw it together. No, I still, I still, I still love Overwatch. I still have a lot of very positive feelings for Overwatch. And Lord knows it's easy to slip back in with an X. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, is getting, this is getting creepy. So, <sighs> so much, much like, uh, much like Trisha, it is entirely possible that Overwatch and I are going to get together again and have a wonderful time. You, 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 she hasn't moved out, is what you're saying. She's still living in the house. Yeah, she, she's still living here. There's still ample sexual tension. Um, I will be inside her again. Okay. Oh, okay. And I think with that, we can end Please God. <laughs> yes. that analogy. Wow. But I, I did. I did play. I did play a little. I played. I played some capture the flag that finally went well. I played some. Uh, 
I played some, I played like three rounds of Mystery Heroes last night, one every one. And I was like, okay, you know what? I think that'll do me for now. Yeah, that's good. Good enough. Yeah. It's, you're, you're ahead. Things, things for you, it's, you know, you're talking, there's no fighting. That's right. Say goodnight, and then you're, you're good to go. The problem, problem with playing Mystery Heroes is you'll play a character in Mystery Heroes and do really, really well, and think that you can just do that in quick play. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> because in Mystery Heroes, you're playing a character that you don't know really well, Against a bunch of other people that are probably playing characters they don't know they don't really, know really well. well. So yeah. it's easy to, to get a moment where like everyone's just kind of fucking up and you take advantage of it and feel like a badass. <laughs> but still, I had some amazing games on Anna last night, but I think like when I pick Anna in quick play, I don't get a Roadhog and an Orisa like I had in that quick play game to heal. I'll get like a Diva and a Zarya. <laughs> and a Zarya is not easy to hit. And a Diva can fucking fly. So. Okay. Well, what have you gentlemen been playing in the video game variety? Oh, this and that. What? What? what, 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 what? This and that, and the other. This thing. and that. Uh huh. I'm gonna need wow. some some clear definition. Clear definitions. Well, uh, let's see. I I got uh, Slay the Spire technically officially released last week. I think. How much is it? I I think it's like twenty dollars. It's like twenty no, bucks. Yeah. Did Same you, as it wasn't. No, you you, you shouldn't pay. I wouldn't you, pay a penny over twenty dollars. But you got it free because of early access, right? No, well, no, no, no. I, I think access. I paid like 15 bucks for it or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, but what time. I'm saying is you paid for early access. Yes. Therefore, now that the game's out, you just get it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, right. it just gets its last update and it's, yeah. Honestly, it's almost no different from the last time I played it like six months ago. I am not noticing any different. I've been playing it on and off like every every week or so and it's, it's, it's the, the same. It's the same. Wow. Yeah. I wonder, I honestly wonder what took so long, but... I appreciate it more now. I tried some of the other characters out. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I kind of get it. It's more like a card game than it is just like a straight up RPG. That was confusing at first. Uh, I'm learning just like to draw some games out. The trick isn't to like end the fight as fast as possible. It's just you know keep it going as long as you can. Have you slain the spire yet? I have not. I've With gotten about halfway through the third part, which I think okay. is the last part. And I just keep dying. So after you slay the Spire the first time, mm-hmm. then you have Ascension 1. And Ascension 1 is the... There are more boss creatures in the other areas. Like new boss creatures? Or? No, there's just more of the same ones. Uh, I... And then once you beat Ascension 1, you have Ascension 2. I and Ascension I 2 is the normal encounters are much more difficult. Um, so I have gotten to Ascension 2 with the warrior and the thief, the poison guy. The mm-hmm. defect, the robot, I yeah. cannot for the life of me finish Ascension 1. I kind of love him. He's fun, but he seems to be more susceptible to bad cards than the other two characters. Yeah. Because if you don't get the orbs going, he's yeah. just fucked. But if you get the orbs going, you can just do whatever the hell you want for like three turns and everything yep. dies. Yeah, yeah. I love there's, there's a couple of specific powers that he needs. That's true. Um mm. One of them that allows... Okay, so wh- the way the defect works is you've got, starting off, three orb slots mm-hmm. above your character. One of them is a lightning orb. And at the end of your turn, the lightning orb just does three damage to a random enemy. And you can add orbs to that. Usually, you know, if there's lightning orbs, there's ice orbs, there's dark orbs, and there's um, plasma orbs. Yeah. What's nice is that when your turn's done, they continue to do something. So it allows you to like defend or stack up or whatever, and you're still doing damage. There's a specific power you need 
for the lightning ones that instead of hitting one random person, lightning hits everybody. Yeah, that was it. Like immolate or you, something. Yeah, and once you get that, you know it's probably going to be a good run, assuming you can keep your deck small enough to draw that. I have found that it's easy to draw too many cards. Yeah. Um, that I, I, on the on the runs that I've actually finished, I did not take any more cards in the third area. Really? Yep. I was huh. done with it. So I, I mean, I, I pretty much cap at like thirty cards. I will not. You're take right. Any more I, than that. I, the problem I'm running into is I'm ha- I have too many either too many defense cards and too many attack cards, and yeah. never a, a decent balance. Yeah. If you, if you can keep a balance between twenty five and thirty cards, it seems to work better. Oh man, but like I, uh, just getting a really good poison build going is really fun. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That was the, the that character, the poison. He's kind of a thief thing, mm-hmm. or she actually, I believe. She's yeah. the first one I actually finished it with. I, I bet. Like she just has so much defense and so much damage. Yep. Yeah, defense, and you can poison things up and just kind of turtle up with the poison. And a couple cards I didn't appreciate, like just how much you can just change your deck around if you have a shitty hand. Yep. Yeah. So there's, I I would really like it if it allowed if there's a separate mode where it allowed you to actually build the deck that you want to not yes. rely on the randomness. Make it a separate mode. Make it its own like, thing. Like a, a, a trial mode. Yeah, just let me build a deck of like twenty five or thirty cards, whatever cards there are, and yeah. see what it does. That's what Diablo three did. It took me like forever to realize. It's like there's a mode where you can just put any skill in any slot. Yeah. And it makes it way way easier and a lot more fun. Hmm. Uh, Thirty dollars Canadian was the answer to my earlier question. No, what the final release is? Yeah, thirty yeah. bucks. Oof. Well, twenty eight ninety nine. But that's yeah. Canadian, so that's that's like Canadian. A, so it's like twenty bucks. Okay, it's, like 20, 20, 20, 20. it's really fucking good. I mean, it needs better art. It does, but the gameplay is so good. I've like, never I can play the same game that yeah. I liked. Hmm. I've never played a card a, a card computer game that I liked ever. This is same here, man. Uh, this one's one. This one won me over. You know what? When it comes to Switch for fifteen bucks, I might check it out. I can see it, it is working quite well with a touchscreen. Touchscreen will help that one a lot. I but there's bosses I've played like eight different times that go a different way each time. It's crazy. Yeah. I think there's one boss I have never beaten. One of the final bosses. Like oh, the, the one time that's like two shapes. Oh, the time. Yeah, I I was actually I just had a run earlier today because it was quiet at work where I was trying to beat Ascension One with with defect. And yeah, the final boss was the time kill, and I just could not do damage fast enough. Nope. And that was it. I, I that watched that it. on YouTube. I'm like, I've never never beaten that son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of an evergreen. You can come back to it. And it just kind of is still there. It, like, apparently there's a way to build text with turns that never end. I'm like, I'm not even close to that level. <laughs> Jesus. It's You got to know what cards are coming. You have to know. It's like you have to know what all the cards are and then pick and choose. And if like abandon cards, runs that aren't going If you're well. counting cards, you're not having fun. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't really want to abandon a run if, if I don't get that. I just want to see what happens. Yeah. So. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What? Well, it sounds like uh, Chamberlain is enjoying the roguelike aspects of a roguelike. Yeah, it does. Well, because it lasts like half an hour. Okay, a full run to slay the spire if I'm successful takes an hour. Then you should like Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac was a shooter. That was a twin stick shooter with roguelike yeah. elements. 
Yeah. I thought it was okay. I mean, it was, it was, it was okay. I, I, freaking I think Gungeon is better than, than Binding of Isaac. Mm, interesting. Well, I don't know if I agree. On some levels, yeah. I love the art and personality more. I found I found Gungeon way too hard. Like even yeah. just once once you got to like the third level, like I just couldn't do it. I never yeah, finished a, Gungeon. I never got to Yeah, that. no, it, there's a humongous difficulty curve, whereas Binding of Isaac was pretty well, pretty gradual. I beat it a bunch of times. Yeah. Like I never beat Isaac, but yeah, I never got past the third spot in Gungeon. Yeah, me too. Me I too. got I just got sick at the first level. That's why I stopped playing. Well, you can eventually unlock skips, where you can skip that level. Yeah, I wasn't good enough to do those. Yeah. But the problem is, like, you're then, not then you land. Enough. Yeah, then you yeah. land in level two with like a shit gun. Yep. Hey, you yep. need to upgrade the guns, and a lot of the gun upgrades aren't useful enough. Yeah. But there was that pillowcase gun. But, but the useful ones are redonkulous. Yes, they are. Yeah. Um. So I bought Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yay! Hey, how was you that? play it, though. It's pretty good. Okay, so my, my initial reaction to it was imagine if you were playing a new Dead Space on the current gen. Oh, no. Don't, that's, that's, that's too much. I can't take that. But here's the thing, and it's not that good. It's not okay. that good. Okay. It's, it's not as good as uh, the Dead first Space. Dead Space. Mm. Like, because I think about the improvements that Dead Space made to the formula, and just with like, remember how Isaac would hold out his hand and a beam would hit the ground and show him where he had to go. Yeah. And you remember how when Isaac opened up his inventory, it hovered there in the world, and he would like that... look at various things and move his neck as he was looking. Yeah, around there's no like, HUD; it's in the world. That Everything for me was, was like world. one of those like next gen things. Like, oh shit, that's right. Now. That was that was next gen back on the PS3. Oh, and so uh, uh, the the Resident Evil Two remake does not suffer such improvements. <laughs> <laughs> suffer, you say. Yeah, like no, it's it's still very much Resident Evil. The structure is Resident Evil. The uh the pacing is classic Resident Evil. Um the only difference is it just it controls and you move through the environment as if it were Resident Evil 4. You control the camera, it's third person shooter. Um and it is uh nostalgically it's cool to explore these environments that I remember from my childhood uh in 3D. Where hmm. like you you're you know you're trapped in those gates outside the police station, but you can look around. That's really cool. <laughs> For some reason, I like that. Um, and so I, I started up a Claire campaign, and then it took me until like halfway through her campaign to realize Claire never gets the shotgun. Oi! No, all she gets is. Do you remember remember the grenade or the grenade launcher that Arnold Schwarzenegger had in Terminator Two? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the like thunk, the, thunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she gets she gets that, and that's cool. But it's no shotgun. And so when I realized this, I almost stopped playing because I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed. It is kind of all about the shotguns. It is for me. And I could, if I wanted to get the shotgun, I could get it. I just have to beat Claire's campaign. And then I think maybe then I unlock Claire's B-side campaign or maybe I'd have to beat Leon's A-side campaign because Claire does get the shotgun. I know at some point she does, but I think it's in her B campaign. If I had to pick a favorite gun in video game history, I think I'm going to have to go with Resident Evil 4's riot gun. Uh, that kind of silver like shotgun. shotgun. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. God, I love that. was fucking uh, great. Well, okay. I'm going to say the combat shotgun from uh, Rage. First rate. Oh, that's good. Ooh, that's good. That's okay. Good. Okay. Okay. Cause, the cause uh, remember you could put explosive shells in it, or you yes. could have explosive shells in your sawed-off shotgun and normal shells in your regular one. So you were like, bam, 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 with the regular shotgun, switch to the sawed-off, kaboom! Freaking awesome. The uh, yes. going old school here. The super shotgun from Doom from Two. Doom Two. Yeah. Yeah. Boom! Chunk! Chunk! Fuck yeah! Yeah, that was good. You could take out pinkies with one shot with those. One shot. Yep. Nice close range. Um. So like it's. 
It's fine. Um, it's good. It's solid. Um, I'm, I saw I'm some at... really nice looking squishy headshots. No, no, it's it's beautiful. Like, yeah, it does look good. Like it, it doesn't look bad at all. I don't think. Um, when you really zoom in to the characters, it looks pretty shitty. Yeah, um, the character faces weren't doing it for me. The character faces aren't that good. The character's hair isn't that good. But it's it's definitely better than. Does better Leon still than. have that glorious bang curtain? He definitely <laughs> does. He really <laughs> does. He really does, and he sounds a lot younger. So you kind of hate him a little bit. That, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't um, you? Um, have hey, the those... Leon, I think I would. I think we all would. I, th- I think we'd yeah, all wonder what he's doing point. with that hair. Like Ooh. that hair was cool on Christian Slater when he was fifteen. That was a long fucking time ago. Yes, it was. <laughs> so my issue is: is it a full-priced game? I mean, is it a complete remake yes. roundup? It, okay, it, it yes. is not. Okay. Um, I right. think the campaign might be shorter. Are I you think. Really? I, yeah, I think if I beat Claire's campaign, I might be disappointed with how long it was. Mm. Um, I'm not. But the thing is, like, first you beat the campaign, then you play Leon's campaign, then you play Claire's B side campaign, then you play Leon's B side campaign. Then there's all. Then it's you know it's classic Resident Evil. There's all kinds of other shit. There's mercenary shit. They've already oh, announced another three DLC campaigns coming. Yeah, like the completely For new free, stuff. They said. Yeah, so the amount of content in it is sizable, but um, I, I think what. I don't know, what, what kind of just makes me go, eh, I don't really need to keep playing that, is just that it has all the comforts of the old game, but it's, but the structure of those old games changed over time for reasons. Good reasons. Mm-hmm. And there's just something really, uh, really constrained about it. Like, we're going, to, like, there's no real room for self-expression here. It's either do it right, or die. <laughs> or die. And yeah. the only way to really do it better than right is to not kill anything and run past it and save all your ammo. And you can really do that. You can absolutely just kneecap a zombie and run past it and, and save the five shots to the head it would have taken to kill it. Um, so really you get the most out of Resident Evil 2 by gaming the game so that you don't need to play it in its most satisfying way. Like, mm. it's, it's really, it's, yeah, so, um, it's, I don't know. That's kind of what I loved about Dead Space, at the really high difficulties. Um, yeah, but, but Dead Space at the really high difficulties, part of achieving that was being really good at shooting shit. Yeah. Taking off limbs. You don't know yeah. where to shoot things. It was yeah. Very, very specific. Yes, and, and, you know, specific for every single enemy in the game, and for the weapon you were using to do it. My favorite thing in Dead Space was beating the game with just the plasma cutter. Yeah, yeah you could. You could. There was a trophy yeah. for it, and I did it. Man, I fucking platinum Dead Space. Dead Space was fucking amazing, and I would, I would love, I would love, love, love just to have Dead Space one and two remade in a current in a new gen engine for the current gen. I would. Keep I mean, that. it's 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 actually called the PC versions. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is true. They were fucking glorious. They were very good looking. I'm thinking that Dead Space might actually work quite well in VR. Oh. With the way inventory works. Yes. And with the way thing, the way we were just talking about how, you know, your menus are already floating in the air. That so sound just design take VR and, yeah, and just That'll be fine. Put, it, put, yeah. put you inside Isaac's head, get nice and motion sick, because you totally would. Yeah, but that's the thing is I, I still haven't played a VR game like that that handles it well. Like, you would have to be third person. It almost would because you just get too sick otherwise. That's right. Like I haven't found a first-person traditional action game that works. 
you can do a roller coaster. You can do, Ugh. you know, I slowly float through this area. Yeah. Um, but you can't do, you just can't. You can't fucking play Skyrim properly in VR. You can't no, play. That's tragic. Yeah. You can't play Borderlands properly in VR. Like VR doesn't work as intended because humans aren't compatible. Uh, <laughs> like we we are. need our software upgrade or a firmware upgrade or something before yeah. we can actually enjoy this. Yeah, or we well, need freaking, you know, um, holodecks. Yeah, motion sickness to off. Yeah. What um, about you know just uh, Dramamine injections? Playing eh. so playing Resident Evil Two that ma- made uh, me yeah. maybe actually maybe no idea. Yeah. It it made me want to go play Alien Isolation again. Is what it made me want to do. It made me want to play a real yeah. current gen horror game. But what I actually ended up doing was going back and keeping on with Horizon and what? playing more okay. Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, it's just so fucking good. But Last one I'm going to say is, for some reason, I don't know where I got on this, but as I'm going to bed the other night, I decide to Google Color Out of Space. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this, the, yeah the, the original Lovecraft I heard about story. This. Color Out of Space is a story by H.P. Lovecraft, noted racist, who, um, <laughs> and the story is basically about a meteorite falls in a farm, um, falls in a farmyard uh, outside the city of Arkham. And... Uh, and it, it's weird, man. Like, the snow always melts there earlier, and the the animals in the area, they just kind of walk funny. Like, there's just something a little weird about it. And um, and the story occurs over years, over years, and it just got me... It wasn't a great story, frankly. No, none of them really are. But, boy, it made me want to go play more Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Scratches that itch. Yeah, so, like, like three hours last night and this morning, I've just been, I've just been doing the same shit I've done a million times in Darkest Dungeon, and I'm loving it because the combat is just so good. Ooh, and I figured out why Horizon's better than Spider-Man. What? what? I figured out why Horizon's better than Spider-Man. Okay. Okay, so, whenever you're doing anything in Spider-Man, it's fun. Yes. There's only two things that you're doing aside from the shitty minigames, and the minigames are relatively shitty compared to everything else, but 95% of the time what you're doing is swinging, which is fun, and fighting guys, which is fun. The difference is, in Horizon, um, the, there's no locomotion, really. There's no fun locomotion like there is in Spider-Man, which, may, to me, makes wise into the lesser game. And I think the reason Horizon is better is because when you're on your way to the next thing in Horizon, there's the tension of what's going to happen or what could happen to you at any point. One of these things might, you know, find you and fuck you up. Second, when you get to the thing that you're going to fight, fighting it is way more fun. And it feels more important. It feels like the decisions you're making are more clever and more meaningful and have greater impact in Horizon than they do in Spider-Man. Not only that, but in Spider-Man, you could be fighting 30 guys at once. Yeah. In Horizon, you could be fighting one guy, and it's going to be fucking epic. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Like, the most you'll fight at once in Horizon might be six. And the reason that is is because any one of them could kill you, like, just instantly, and you've got to be on your toes 100% of the time. So I think the reason Horizon is better is because... While it's not so consistently fun, when it hits its peaks, it's way more intense, way more enjoyable, way more emotionally rewarding for the player. There's greater risks, greater skill required, greater rewards. I see that. Spider-Man did not have a giant mechanical T-Rex. No, it did not. It did not. And I think that's that's a lot of bonus points. Yeah, it is. It is. 
is all games should be pirate games. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't rip, you know, these theoretical T-Rexes couldn't rip like a blade saw off their back and fight them with it. That's right. Yes. And that, that's still fun to do. <laughs> like that that, that never feels, stops being amazing to do. That, that still feels really cool. I killed my first Thunder Jaw in this current run. I was like level 18. Like I shouldn't have been fighting it. I shouldn't have been able to do it. But just because I understand the mechanics of the game so well, I know that I need to put this kind of arrow here, this kind of arrow there, and then I need to pick up that thing and he's fucking toast. Like it feels, <laughs> Horizon's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, picking up those weapons you cut off of them always felt like justice. And the, the, the oh. remember, the, there's one that's like a giant tiger kind of thing, and it's got like a, a machine gun on its back. Yeah, ripping that thing's machine gun off and turning it on, it feels so fucking good. Yep, it feels yep. so good. It's it's like when you're shooting the. It was like when Will Smith was shooting the robots in um, in iRobot. Like like pieces are flying everywhere and white chunks are going. My God, fucking feels good. <laughs> What is uh, what is Chamberlain playing aside from Slay the Spire? Uh, well, I, I I finished up one absolutely mediocre uh, Diablo clone in in Shadows Awakening. So and you beat it. I did beat it, and yeah, there's really nothing to talk about. It's just hey, you're done now, and and you know, like any Diablo game, it's like hey, do you want to start New Game Plus? I'm like, no, I <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't think there's any more for me to see here. Um, as you're playing through Shadows Awakening, you, it actually locks out in certain characters depending on what you do. It's like, like in the beginning, you're just the demon, and you have a choice of three different characters. And if you, depending on which one you choose, the other two are just locked out, and you cannot get them again unless you start a new game plus. But I don't, I mean, I don't really care that much to actually want to know what those characters are because I always just I used my rogue, not my rogue, my ranger the entire time anyway. So. There's not much new to say about Shadows Awakening, and and because did, did the shadows wake up? Uh, no, the, the shadow actually kind of sacrificed himself <sighs> oh. to for the good of the world. Well, I that think. was nice. Oh, of so him. he yeah. So he did he did awaken to a unaccepted way of viewing the world. Something it, it, it was it was almost clever. Like it's the it's the game the game's done. You've beaten the last guy, and and you're trying to destroy this cauldron or something that was going to rip apart the world or tear the barrier between the living and the Lord of the Living World is dead apart and just cause chaos. And and what you tried to do didn't work. And inside the the Devourer Demon, there's like eight souls right now. And then one of them realizes, hey, if we throw ourselves in that, it'll destroy it, and the world will be saved. And all the souls are like, yeah, let's go. And the demon himself is like, I don't want to. You can't make me. Oh, you know. And then, like, out of nowhere, he goes, well, but I spent so much time with you. I think I've learned my lesson. So, yes, let's do it. And like, it's, it's Yeah, again, if some more time or if there was a little more character involved, it might have been interesting. It just kind of felt like, well, okay, they needed to end the game. So, the end of the game. And that's the end of that. So, uh, go. Yeah. So now, did you then play a second shitty Diablo like? <laughs> I did. What's this one now? This is. Hold on, I have to look it up. Because... Wait, before before you tell us, I want to say I was browsing through the Nintendo eShop the other day, and there were like three games in a row where I said, "Ah, I don't even have to worry about whether or not that's good." Chamberlain always already told me it sucked. One of them was <laughs> one of them was Victor Vran, which actually wasn't that Alex too. No, Victor no, Vran that was is just you. I Victor Vran is okay. It's okay. Well, I'm best. still not buying it. No, you shouldn't. No. It's okay. Um, better than either of these. So what I'm playing now is Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Martyr. Okay. 
because anything that has Warhammer 40k in the name has to have like five subtitles because otherwise it's just not complicated enough. And it's like as soon as you put Warhammer 40k on something, it needs to be overwrought and over serious and over complicated and, and, and just, you know, anything you say with two words, they need to say in like 10 because that's just how Warhammer 40k is. So you are the Inquisitor. Okay. And Martyr is actually the name of a spaceship that is totally not just something from Event Horizon. Really, it's not just totally ripped off from Event Horizon. It didn't just go to hell and come back with a bunch of demons. That's not exactly what happened. Of course, it's, this is Event Horizon slash Warhammer 40K. That sounds kind of awesome. Um, it could be, yeah. It, it absolutely could be. But it's not really a twin-stick shooter because the way you, the combat works is you kind of lock on to an enemy and fire and you can kind of control where the lock-on goes but it doesn't switch very well and it likes to throw like a hundred zerglings at you and you're hoping that you hit them before they get you uh, a lot of the weapons will actually lock you in place so you can't actually move while you're shooting yeah so if to manage it that way it's just we, we call that bastion's choice go on yeah yeah that's true <laughs> uh, like, like each weapon has like four different attacks um, like a, a normal shot, a spread shot, a heavy attack, and sometimes one that lets you walk backwards while you're attacking. There were three different Inquisitors that you could have chosen. The, the you know, the big heavy guy, which I chose, the medium one and the light one. Um, and they have different abilities, I guess. And is all the of this light is... one a girl? Yes, of course it is. Sexist, go on. Yeah. Uh, and, it would have been course... awesome if the heavy one was a fat chick. We can't always have May. No, no, okay, first of all, May... <laughs> no, May's not a fat chick. I know, that was a cheap is, shot. Is thick with two Cs. That was... I was I was thinking thick. more of... Isn't the character's name from um, from Borderlands Ellie? Is it Ellie? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's Ellie. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking more like Ellie. Like a, a woman who is, like, robust. <clears throat> Formidable. Yes. So, and, and of course, everything is described by, like, three paragraphs of text, because, again, it's Warhammer 40K. Um, the, the one... It's got one... Interesting thing that plays into the whole you are an absolute badass with a whole ton of hit points idea. So you've got your hit points and, and taking hits drains them slowly, but it recharges on your own and it, and dying from hit point loss doesn't really seem to happen very often, at least on normal difficulty. You also have a, um, suppression meter that kind of goes around your hit points area. And as long as it's in the green, you can just take hits and shrug them off like it's nothing. Yeah, it, it takes hit points from you, but you just walk through it because you are a fucking space marine. I'm sorry, you're not a space marine. You're an, you're an inquisitor. Apparently, they're different things. I had no they're idea. They're totally different things. Uh, they're, I mean, I pff, okay. I don't know. But he's very clear. I'm an inquisitor. I kill chaos marines. Does he say inquisitor or inquisitor? He says inquisitor. Good. Everything is overpronounced like you would not believe. Oh, I can I, I can believe a little of it. Um so yeah, you you've got your you've got your suppression meter, and as the suppression meter gets moves down, even if there even if your hit points aren't moving down, you'll be more and more suppressed. And it gets into the yellow, suddenly you actually start reacting to the hits, like you actually get pushed back. Hmm. And if it gets into the red, you'll actually get knocked down. So you have to manage your suppression meter and your hit points at the same time. So and that's actually not a terrible idea. What builds your suppression meter up? Time. Oh, okay. You have to find cover. Okay. And there's actually a cover system where you hit like you hit like LB and you grab cover. Does it work um, well? No, because <laughs> as soon as you grab cover, they start chucking grenades at you, so it doesn't really work very no, well. No, but I mean, does snapping to cover feel good? Yeah, the snapping to cover does feel okay. Oh, okay. 
I would like it better if once you snap to cover, you could actually aim manually, but you can't. You're still with that weird kind of targeting system where it kind of chooses what you're aiming at. Blind fire sort of deal? Uh, No, you can just fire from behind cover, but you do less damage. Uh, And and the the guys who are shooting at you just end up wrecking your cover pretty quick, especially when there's a lot of them. Uh, The only problem I've had with the suppression system is if if you run out of it all the way, you can basically get stun locked. And I had like six Chaos Marines just taking turns hitting me with big hammers. And there was nothing I could do. Just nothing. So I died. That was that was like one of the few times I've actually perished in the game. How far through do you think you are? Um, I I think I'm around uh, halfway or so. It feels like there was just a binary choice of what are you going to do? Are you going to follow your training as an Inquisitor and do this? Or are you going to rebel against this and save something? So a very binary choice. And I chose, well, I'm going to stick with my training and, you know, keep doing this because I looked at the skill trees and that had better skills in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's all sorts of other stuff layered on that they never ever explain. There's like a multiple layer crafting <laughs> so like system. Warhammer. So it's like Warhammer. Exactly. It, it's like, it's like the, the mechanics of the game fit with the genre. It's like there's, there's this questing, that questing, crafting stuff that is never explained. It's there. It's in the menus and I can look at it. And, and every time I look manual, at it, I'm like, I should. There were 16 pages of tutorial. <laughs> there is no manual. <laughs> is there not really? Oh, I'm sure I could find a 40-page book uh, on that. There's that, a 3,000-page wiki. I yeah, I guarantee it's it. gloriously illustrated, and, and a every painted parag- too. Oh yeah, and and every paragraph is filled with no words that are no less than three syllables. So it's it's almost too deep for its own good in some of these places. Like the, the crafting is too 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 deep. There's the weapons. There's a ton of different weapons, and it's not always clear what's better than what. So you're kind of looking at, well, if I sell this back, is this worth more or worth less? If it's worth more, I'll keep it. So okay, I, a chance. Remember the near the end of uh, Parks and Rec where uh, he made that game. Yes, cones. Of cones. Yeah, it's all about yeah. the cones. It's all about the cones. <laughs> and then he makes a sequel to it that. Uh, Board Games of America called Punishingly in- in- uh, um, Intricate. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, would you describe that's... this as Punishingly Intricate? I, I would. I absolutely would. <laughs> but the, the problem is is that when you get back into the actual combat, a lot of the levels look the same. Uh. And the enemy, enemy variety is really not very good. You could use more enemies, more different kinds of enemies. Now, when they splat and blow up, it looks pretty good because they like all over the ground when you hit them with something. And it's attempting to run at a, at a higher resolution, which it absolutely should. There's not a whole lot going on. So is it better than Shadow's Awakening? Yeah, it's better than Shadow's Awakening. Is it like, if I had this and Diablo 3 next to each other, would I give this one a second look? No. Yeah. See, Diablo 3 actually has a decent amount of variety to it. It does, but once you've played it enough times, it, it feels like you're just doing the same thing over and over. Like, yeah, it's good. I should like, it feel is, like that more. It is really good, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, and, and we we were listener. We were having an email discussion this week, where we were talking about how Darksiders Three is not Darksiders Two Dash Two. Yes, which is what yes. we really wanted. What we mm. wanted was an open world Devil May Cry, uh, Zelda like with, with loot, with oh, Diablo esque yes. loot, and then uh, and then I told Alex, Alex, all you want. Is Diablo three with good combat? He's like, damn it, that is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> I did want that. Yeah, now, now you know the secret desires. So, I mean, I, it's got to happen. Like the last Diablo, one of the builds for Diablo four was that just like over the shoulder, uh, Dark Souls. Oh yeah, that build they abandoned. I heard about that. Yeah, and like it's that's just sitting right on the table. Is nobody gonna pick that up? 
No, because uh, Activision is very much pulling their strings now, and Activision's deal is, remember that thing that sold a lot? Do that again. That's it. Yeah, but like maybe like an indie, like a like an Ashen version of that. Oh, yeah, that does sound like the kind of thing that Blizzard makes. Yeah. Rare. <laughs> well, what? we could just get a new torchlight. Oh, I'm just, I'm just saying you have all this optimism, and I'm hitting it with my depression kitty claws. <sighs> I know, but it's just like... It, Someone has to do something with that because I need someone to do something with that. Well, maybe someone will, but I doubt it'll be Blizzard. No, it won't be Blizzard, but like just a version of that just to see if it works. Unless Blizzard can escape from Activision. Maybe. Well, I mean, God of War, the new God of War came really close to that. No, the gear in God of War was never interesting. I never got a piece of gear in God of War where I was like, oh, finally, plus 10 to blank. Like, the, the gear was always yeah. such an incremental, shitty little upgrade. And to get the really good stuff, you had to grind. You had to find materials. It was a bitch. I never crafted shit. I loved crafting in that. I and I usually had to fight the not... Valkyries and fuck that. Mm. Well, only for, like, the last couple things. Yeah, I'm not mm. fighting the Valkyries. No. It, it was bullshit. I will not yeah. defend it. I was mad the game made me do that. It didn't make did you. You, did, you chose did to. You, did you finish all the Valkyries? No, just enough to get the uh, the last uh, oh, okay. chaos upgrade. Okay, I was gonna say you only had to kill the last one, and you know I set that shit to easy. Oh, <laughs> oh I hadn't thought of that. Still took me like twenty minutes, so I wasn't having fun. I just None didn't do it for fun. None of them. So yeah, it's Warhammer forty k right now, and and it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. I maybe if it, I was maybe if I was a bit more in tune with like painting miniatures and mapping them out around my basement floor, I'd be more into this. But, just, but do you, I never. Yeah, did I, you have any exposure to Warhammer? No, I, I never. I never played the pen and paper Warhammer stuff ever. Mm. Yeah, I really we were, feel we like were always all the these Warhammer games are just for those people who are like real Warhammer enthusiasts, and that's why it's okay that they're all kind of shitty. There are some that are there's like one or two of these Warhammer games that are apparently amazing. The well, the RTS games. one that um, Creative Assembly did it gets a lot of really good reviews. Yeah, like so. There's a couple. There's a couple that are really really good, and that might give the average gamer the impression that a Warhammer game is a good game. As a general rule, no, it's not. As a general no. rule, a Warhammer game is shovelware with a license. I'll take my Space Marines and Gears of War, please. <laughs> I'll take my Space Marines in engineer form. <laughs> Oh, Isaac. Or, uh, 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 oh God, I forget her name. Ellen Ripley? No, not Ellen Ripley. What's, what's her daughter's name? Amanda Ripley. Amanda Ripley. Amanda Ripley. I gotta give, I gotta try Alien Isolation again. I've been, I've been reminding myself to replay Alien Isolation for literally years now. Don't worry. (laughs) The the mobile sequel is coming out any day now. I'm I'm sure that'll be tremendously scary and very tense. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. Well, Between I'm, ads to buy microtransactions. I think Kotaku said it like it has some good ideas, but it just doesn't work out. I didn't actually read it, but the headline said it's some of it's okay, but no, it doesn't work as a, as a whole. You won't be yeah. mad at them, just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, like the Diablo phone game. Not mad, just like, why is this here? I'd, no, I'd still be disappointed. Yeah, I'd be a little mad and disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh, yeah. Movies. Oh. One, one movie. Yeah. I love Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, yeah. Now, the the thing is, I'm not sure that he's actually a really good actor. But, yes, yes, Hannibal. But he he was so good at Hannibal. He was an amazing Hannibal. And that's the only thing I can really point to where he's not just doing, like, the guy who was way too cool to have an expression on his face. Yeah, Be- Lashifra and James Bond's not the best. Beyond, like, a slightly amused uh, smirk. 
you know, <laughs> kind of like like a Screlly smirk a little bit sometimes. Um, but he's in a movie on Netflix called Polar right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you remember how action movies were in the 80s? Lots of explosions, nobody reloaded. Um, well, uh, synth, synth music? No, no, not so much the synth music, just uh, glorified violence. Like, really glorified. Um, every now and then, there will be some naked female chests uh, for almost no reason. Oh, um, commando, okay. Yeah, okay. kind of commando, kind of commando-esque. Okay. Um, and uh, it's based on a comic book. That's Polar. That's poor. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's kind of got like that schlocky, uh, exploitive Robocop, um, uh, smoke and aces kind of vibe. Okay. So Did yeah. You, yeah. Did so, you ever see Atomic Blonde? Yes. I like that. Atomic Blonde was better than this. Aww. Uh, but Tom and Blonde was actually like a story with some real character to it. Yeah. Um, well, too many twists, but still fun. Yeah. And you know, like, uh, James McAvoy was great. Yeah, uh, fucking. I'll watch uh, Charlize Theron in, in anything. I think she's really yeah. underrated, frankly. Um, yeah. yeah, but no, I, I I did quite like Atomic Blonde, but uh, it's not bad. You know, it's free. It's right there, fucking on Netflix. If you want to see Mads Mikkelsen just kill the shit out of some guys and then feel really <laughs> and then feel really guilty about something that he never talks about, but keeps on having nightmares about. Uh, yeah, Polar. <laughs> and and uh, fucking uh, season four of Hannibal is gonna be so good. The girl from one of the girls from. Um, uh, high School Musical, H- Hudgens, Amanda Hudgens or something? What is it? What? I have no idea. I've something. never seen that show. Vanessa Hudgens. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's in it, and I had no idea it was her until the credits rolled. Uh, like, I did okay. not recognize her. I did not recognize her at all. Acting. Yeah. Yeah, she, she plays a woman with severe depression, and yeah, she pulled it off. I believe. Yeah, I, uh, I thought you were going to make the leap from screen to movies more quickly, too. I'm sorry. Well, was it that Zach guy sure did. It took him a minute, and now he's well, he's he's in the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio stage of his career. Is he? Was playing Ted Bundy. He is playing Ted Bundy, and that really does seem to be his. And apparently, the director of this Ted Bundy movie is the same person who directed the uh, the thing that's on Netflix now. Yeah, yeah, which feels pretty exploitive. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Netflix is all about making their own uh, homebrew stuff. Yeah, um, I read a takedown of it. I think it was on Jezebel that talks about how much the how much the movie mentions that like people who met him were always like, "Oh, he's such a good-looking guy. He could he's never not. be someone who butchers people." Well, maybe in the seventies he was. Like in seventies, yeah. Burt Reynolds was a sex symbol. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but um, um, but it's more of a charisma thing with Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it didn't bother me so much when I was watching it because that's what the people who were around him at the time had to say about him. That's how they reacted to him. So that feels legitimate to me. Um, uh, But not giving the, the impact on the victims enough shrift, I don't think is a bad point. Uh, At the same time, I, as someone who's kind of like a fan of pop culture, um, there were some very interesting points in that. Um, Like I was talking to a friend at work the week before I'd seen it, when we were talking about how, uh, the basis for Anthony Perkins' character in Psycho is a real guy from the States called Ed Gaines. Mm. Uh, don't look up Ed Gaines unless you want to be severely he disturbed. He makes a belt. No, no, Ed he makes Gein. a belt out of Ed something Gein. that is Gein. just Ed yeah. Gein. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ed Gein. Like, uh, He's so, a Wisconsin boy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, really disturbing shit. And then after the watching... Most. 
After watching this Dahmer thing, I was amazed at how much in Silence of the Lambs the Buffalo Bill character pulls from Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like literal, (laughs) like the literal tactics that he used to get his victims was just pulled whole cloth from how Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, uh, grabbed women. It was messed up. Fucking messed up. Dahmer didn't get women. Oh, sorry, not Dahmer. Bundy. Ted Bundy. Bundy, yeah. Bundy, yeah. Who's Jeffrey Dahmer? Dahmer was the uh, guy who kept uh, body parts of his gay lovers in the fridge. Oh, damn. Also Wisconsin. Actually, Milwaukee. Played by, um, um, oh shit, Hawkeye. Uh, Seriously? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, it's one of his first roles. He played Jeffrey Dahmer in one of his yes, first he did. roles. Yes, he did. Jeremy Renner. He's... Wow. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a time when Jeremy Renner was really held up as a fan, fantastic actor. I like him. Yeah, it was after Hurt Locker. It was after Hurt Locker. I liked Hurt Locker. Yeah, and then and then you joined the Avengers. <laughs> he sure did. And, and became and, uh, the shittiest born. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even want to see that. that it was, was not sad. good. It was not good. I, I can't it. imagine it would be. Yeah, don't I didn't like the last freaking James um No, the, movie. the last real Bourne movie was a terrible Bourne movie, too. Yeah. And it fucking had Matt Damon again. Like, like as that as time went on with that series, they just forgot more and more about what makes a good action scene. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's have him get chased by assassins again. Yeah. Car chase. More parkour. More parkour. Oh, man, we got a car chase in this one. Last 15 minutes. I'm like, that's uh, not... We that's ran not out of sub-Saharan countries, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Oh, and I finally finished season two of Big Mouth. It's good. It's so good. It's really yeah. good. It is really, really good. Um, And it makes me want to kind of give Netflix's other cartoons a bit more of a double, double take. Um, there's one called F is for Family that I think got renewed for a fifth season. It's it's okay. I don't. I, you know, That's some the of the I think background I the kid the kids are great, okay. but some of the background characters I I'm not a big fan of. I think I watched like a half of one episode, and because it was Bill Barr, I turned it off. Because he's always got that kind of thing. He's always kind of talking like this, and it's like, how long can you take that? How long can you take someone talking like that at you? I don't think I can watch that show, man. That's the entire show, man. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't take that shit. I can't take that. It's like going to the dentist. No, thank you. There is an amazing running gag about their next-door neighbor, who's an elderly uh, German man, who they think is a Nazi, until the end of, I think, the third episode where he goes to get the mail, and he reaches to get the mail, and you see his Auschwitz tattoo. (laughs) Uh, so, so the kids all run away from screaming Nazi, and he pretends not to hear them, and it's it's pretty good. It's a pretty good take. I, I gotta give it up for that. And he never stops being the sweetest man on earth. It's 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 a it's a great gag. The only cartoon I I what's weird is I haven't watched an anime in a long time. I think the last anime I watched was uh, Little Witch. Little Little Witch Academia on Netflix, which I still strongly recommend. Yes. But I, yeah, like I, it was occurred to me the other day. I can't remember the last time I went out and saw an anime. Um, but the one cartoon I I have never watched, never really watched a full episode of. Really wish I'd always given it a chance. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers uh, is so much fun. I've heard nothing really? but fabulous things about. Oh, it. I love it. I the, love it. The I've kids. Seen every episode. The kids are so entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, the kids on that show were just everything they say is designed for kids to be quoting at school the next day. It's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Then when you look at it that way, it's just a meme generator, I suppose. No, no. I, mean, I mean they're good no, characters. Not. They're really amazing good performances. Yes. Uh, oh, Christian man. Shaw is a rock star Chris, on there. Yes. Like there's one episode where um uh, uh Megan Mullally plays uh, their aunt, and she, 
she says their mom is gets is getting stuck in a pyramid scheme and she immediately runs over screaming and like it's like frames of her screaming like running over putting the kids in the car and um Louis like Gail you know I'm a huge fan of being thrown into cars by screaming people but uh what is going on <laughs> like that's just a throwaway gag they weren't even building up to that like some of these episodes are amazing like there's one where like they get stuck in like a uh beach house with a woman that may or may not have killed her husband <laughs> and they try to accuse her of it uh, I bet it turns out she didn't do it no it, it, it's the subtext is yeah she did oh okay yeah no they actually run with it uh, she's played by the uh, blonde chick from um, Always Sunny never saw never watched that neither did I yeah. my, my sister's a big fan now, a lot of people were but it was just yeah. never one of those shows that was on when I was watching I guess yeah I love Charlie Day yeah me too me too Except when he does the shrieky thing. I watched a Charlie Day movie. I watched that one where he fights uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube? I think I'm so. sorry about that. I didn't mind it. Did it really? No. Really Ice good, Cube's fun. Really good cast. There were a lot of funny parts. And his character goes through a real arc. Uh, Charlie Day's character goes through a real arc over the course of that movie and comes out of it a cooler guy. Like, I, uh, I didn't mind it. I think Ice-T is genuinely fantastic in the Jump Street movies. He is. He's pretty fucking funny. But he's only fucking funny because he's doing the same thing he always does. But, Wait, is that T or Cube? Oh, it's Ice Cube. Yeah, it's Cube. Yeah, it's um, Cube. And, uh, and I was thinking that deadpan uh, delivery, I was just thinking this the other day, that deadpan delivery is, what, is what's missing from the late show with Stephen Colbert. What do you mean? They often do these, they often do these, um, uh, these cold opens where they'll have like a little mini sketch. And the little mini sketch might be a little bit of fake news or something. Mm-hmm. And it's written in the style of the Colbert rapport. But it's delivered with just a little bit of over-the-top craziness. Yeah, he's mm. just a little too and happy. That, and that little bit of over-the-topness uh, breaks the comedy. Like if they had just if they would just deadpan it and take it completely seriously, it would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely fucking hilarious. It's a, it's a little too winky. I get it. Yes. That said, I still watch him every day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's a treasure. He is. He is a national the, treasure. The day he dies will be of national mourning. I agree. I agree. Flag should be a half mast all across the world. Goddamn right, they should be. <laughs> so does that mean it's time for headlines? Yeah. So, headlines in Overwatch news. New 2CP map Paris was revealed this week and is on the uh, public test region now. Uh, it should put its official launch at about Valentine's Day. So in about two weeks, it should be live. 2CP, uh, hold uh, on, 2CP. Uh, two capture points. So like Wolf uh, Sky, okay. where there's point A and point B. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like they just, they rotate the types. So we were due for a 2CP. The, um, the player base kind of hates 2CP. <laughs> we just wish they would just keep on making uh, assault maps forever, like the King of the Hill maps. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, it is really, really pretty. It kind of looks like a, like a pastel white and muted purple, very romantic version of, uh, of Paris. And the one thing that the Redditors can't stop talking about is the fact that there's a piano in one of the spawns and you can shoot the keys and play it. I saw that video. And of course, people immediately started playing like the Mario theme or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, How long till we start seeing like parody opening song from, uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast with this map? (laughs) Man, like uh, they're in Dorado. There are bells. Uh, the attackers start in a church and you can play the Futurama theme on those bells. Yeah. And people, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, people yeah. figured out how to do that pretty quickly. Now, if you shoot 
the Overwatch theme with Hammond into those bells, Hammond will then sing the Overwatch theme. Huh. Yeah, it's, it, there's a bunch of really cool shit. Uh, it, what does Hammond sound like? He sounds like a hamster. Oh, so like, so... Come on, squeak, 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 squeak. Yeah. yeah. Um, the PTR That's patch... That's kind of great. It is. <laughs> no, it absolutely is. Uh, the PTR patch also includes a rework to how armors and shields work. Basically, this is another soft, uh, soft nerf, nerf to Bridget. Cause so how you're okay. your favorite. Yeah. Yes. So how it, how it used to work was Zarya, for example, has 200 hit points, and on top of that are 200 mm-hmm. recharging shields. Now, if, um, if uh, uh, Bridget hits Zarya with armor, that armor used to go underneath the shields above the health. So you would have to cut through 200 shields before you started dealing damage to that armor. And then the shields would regenerate once you got out of combat. So that armor could potentially last a really long time. Uh, and this made a, this was a big problem for characters like Zenyatta, uh, Symmetra, and Zarya. So what this new patch does is it, her health will now go, she's got 200 health and she's got 200 shields. And on top of that, she has this 150 armor from Aris, mm, from, uh, okay. Bridget. So the armor goes first. So that's, that's really all it is. It's a soft nerf to break. And frankly, at this point, I'm not sure that she needs it. Cause Reaper is OP right now. <laughs> like I've played him, he is OP. <laughs> he's really overpowered, and if he's being supported at the lower SRs, you're not going to win. Um, the best Reaper wins right now. <laughs> it's really disappointing. <laughs> so, what are you going to do to nerf to nerf Reaper? Just take some damage away, or is, or is the health regen that's? Uh... No, it's the health regen. I, I think health they, they, okay. they got to take away some of the health regen. And uh, yeah, like once if if a Reaper drops in and starts ulting, it used to be you could turn around and I could uh, I could just put my pistols to his head and kill him before he killed me with that Death Blossom. Uh, the Death Blossom deals 200 damage per second. I have 150 HP, so I have 0.75 seconds to kill this Reaper, and I could do it. Uh, you can't now. You just can't. Uh, you could be like I've seen some of the best shots in the world. Landing perfect headshots on him with Soldier or with Sombra or with Tracer, you can't kill him. He's just gaining it back too fast. Yes, yeah. unless unless a Widowmaker or a Hanzo shoots him in the head, he's not going to die. Um, and every Pharah in the world should be just looking at that and cursing Jeff Kaplan's name. Because <laughs> when Pharah ults, you die. That's the deal. Like after this shit, they should. If, if this is what they're doing to to Reaper, they need to buff Pharah so that when shields, like a 500 HP shield goes around her or something, because <laughs> it's not fair. It's really not fair. And Pharah's ult isn't even as good as Reaper's. Like it doesn't deal as much damage, and it kills her, and it kills her, <laughs> and she could die from it. So yeah, like Pharah's everywhere should not be happy about this. And Pharah got nerfed a little while ago anyway. So anyway, that's it for Overwatch news. Um, okay, so remember there was a game about a girl in London during the plague years protecting her brother. It's mm-hmm. called uh, uh, Plague Tale Innocence. Well, it finally has a release date. It's coming up May 14th. Bet you that game's going to be a, just a lot of fun. I bet you that game... A barrel of monkeys. Well, I mean, it's been in development for long enough that I wonder if it might actually be polished up enough to be decent. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I just yeah, it's, it's got to be depressing. We're talking like I agree with that. Over the fireflies to stuff going on here. That sounds very likely. <laughs> I think yep. you, I think you're right about that. Yeah. But I remember seeing that game's lighting engine like uh, two years ago or three years ago, and right, um, that's the one with all the really awesome rat physics. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Where the rats yeah. are moving around like a like a flow of water. Um, so they kind of just cool. move like water anyway. They're ugh. disgusting creatures. Yeah, I've always liked rodents. 
I mean, they're too smart for their own damn good. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a big thing for Secret and Name when I was a kid. <clears throat> uh, 80s sci-fi shooter Generation Zero launches March 29th. That's uh, um, like a bunch of farm kids in Russia in the winter, and there's like giant mechs. Remember seeing oh, that? Remember seeing yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that's what yeah, that is. I've seen the art for that. It's fantastic. The art for that is fantastic. I'd like to see some gameplay. Uh, which reminds me, there's 10 minutes of Atomic Heart footage out right now. I haven't watched it yet. I, I tried to watch it earlier, and I couldn't get a good frame rate going on on the computer I was on. Really? Yeah, there's some gameplay of Atomic Heart out there that might be interesting. Right. Uh, okay. There's some gameplay of Anthem out there that isn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk, let's talk, no, let's talk about that. Uh, the servers, like, died. The servers, like, fucking died. Uh, most people couldn't play the Anthem demo. And this, the Ansem demo wasn't sold as a stress test of fucking servers. No, it was sold as a demo. Yeah. No, it, it was so, literally sold. It wasn't a beta, but you, correct. It was literally sold. You had to purchase your way in to get access to this super exclusive demo, is how they called it. It didn't work. It didn't fucking work for most people doing it. And then once you played it, not only is it like Destiny Light. Light. Light, light, oh, and I wouldn't light. call Destiny heavy. Yeah, it's it's oh. very Destiny light. You have you have a bunch of abilities. Your abilities don't. The shooting did not seem as as nearly as rewarding as it is in Destiny. Uh, maybe just by nature of being a third person shooter, but I can't say that. Well, true. also kind of. Like, but the enemies didn't react to what you do, and yeah. one of the best things about Destiny is every little thing you do kind of knocks them this way and that. Mm-hmm. And like when you get a headshot, their souls leave their bodies. It, mm-hmm. it's fucking <laughs> literally, great, you know? yeah. that's awesome. It's yeah, fucking fireworks display. And oh. yeah, this bungee. It's bungee. Um, what do you want? <clears throat> I have. I have a. Like a, a legendary revolver whose cylinder burns with the souls of my dead enemies. <laughs> I don't. I don't see anything anywhere near that weird or interesting anywhere near Anthem. I mean, and maybe that's just because we haven't seen enough of it. But I think that I An- doubt it. I think that Anthem had needed to pr- needed to prove itself, and it did not. I bet you we it got canceled pre-orders off this. I bet you they deserve it. When the new story is how much your demo fucked up. Yeah, that is the story here. On like almost every site. Yeah. It, I, I, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today mm-hmm. to mourn the loss of Bioware ever making another game. Nah, we don't know that. EA, yeah, I think we do. This is I think, EA. I think we do. Look, I this is what need, EA does. The odds EA, of this being as bad as Fallout 76 are astronomical. Well, not Fallout 76. I'm not saying it's not going to do poorly. I'm saying it's not going to do enough to save Bioware as we wish it was. Uh, well, Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe. Maybe Bioware needs to understand that what they're good at um, is not this. Uh, do you think they wanted to do this, or do you think this is EA making them do this? They're absolutely being made to do this, and I think that they use this to, to, to sell off Bioware finally. EA doesn't... I don't think EA well, owns Bioware. Or is, It's just a publishing deal. They don't no. own Bioware. I don't is think. This, are you sure? I, uh, I thought EA bought Bioware. Yeah, that's how they got to make Mass Effect 3. Hang on. BioWare. Yeah, they bought positive that EA bought owns Bioware. Uh, yeah. Companies owned by American publisher Electronic Arts, you're right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I what does EA do? Is... They close developers. Yeah, but like, they, they don't close legendary developers. They keep, uh, you know, they keep dice open. They close Dead Space guys. They weren't a legendary developer. But... Uh, they could have been if they'd been left alone. <laughs> here's the thing. Like, Activision and Bungie split up over Destiny 2, and Anthem's not going to do as well as Destiny 2. 
Yeah, but... Mm. It's just not. Destiny 2 had a built-in audience already. That's and true. it didn't do well enough. And the shooting in Destiny 2 was really good. Because was what really does Bungie good. do? What does Bungie do? They do shooter things. Perfect. Guys, there are great. like five shotguns in that game that I love that I can't get rid of. <laughs> no, like <laughs> five. Just the shotguns. Yeah, but I would... No, like the Bioware name still carries a lot of water. Even after uh, even after that last Mass Effect. So all we Which, need... Which, for... honestly, on replay, is, it's okay. It's oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's what you said the first time. <laughs> it's it's never more than okay. It's a, it's a shell of what it used to be, but it's better than nothing. Um... I think I think we'll get we'll at the very least get another Dragon Age, and if that Dragon Age is, I, I think that Dragon Age might be what saves Bioware, because this maybe will establish that what Bio if you task Bioware with making a game that you would try to get Bungie to make, it turns out they can't do it quite that well, and mm-hmm. what they can do really well is a single player RPG. So let's have okay. them make those. Yeah, I'm gonna say two. Video game names, and you tell me what you think. What do you associate with them? Okay. Uh, Fuse? Shitty. Spider-Man. Shitty. Uh, awesome. Yeah. You can, and Insomniac made both of those. I know, I know. But what I'm, what I'm saying so is... So, like, what if they do... What if this is their Fuse that they get, get go on to make something like Spider-Man? Well, okay, Fuse was made by an independent company. No, it was made by Insomniac. Who is an independent company not owned by any of the major players. That's right. And it was published by Electronic Arts, but it was made by an independent company. Yes, but Fuse started out a lot more colorful than it ended up being after EA got involved. That's true. That is true. That is true. It had a lot of character when it was first announced. Yes. And then when it finally came out, it was gray. It was gray. It was going to be The Incredibles, and it ended up being awful. Yeah, it ended up being gray guy shooter. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, like, electronic arts are stupid. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, we we don't know what's going to... I don't want Bioware to go away. I just want Bioware to go I back to either. making the type of games that they make well. I want another good Dragon Age. Yeah. Yeah, I but want another good Anthem Dragon Age. looks like a game I will not buy at full price. Yeah. Mm-mm. Or it would need a lot of amazing reviews at launch. <sighs> and then And then, yeah, like, inspire me to take that adventure. But it, it's, that's not what anybody's saying about it. That's right. I'm going to be, you know, ankle deep or knee deep or whatever deep in Metro when Anthem comes out. So don't care. I've got my game for that that period picked out already. When is oh, Metro? How dare you turn your back on Steam? Metro's March. Oh, two months. Is there the anything? Week, is the there week any... before Anthem. What's in February? Yeah. Is there anything cool in February? Oh yeah, um, Civilization, uh, uh, Gathering uh, Storm. Expansion and uh oh, oh oh Sekiro right yeah Shadows Die Twice yeah Sekiro next month yeah uh, that's cool. right yeah that'd be cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you were the one like, I love like, a making, chance you're the one who wanted me to stream it just so you can see me die a little on stream yeah. that's what you wanted to do. I, I don't want you to have a mic so I can hear the anguish in your voice oh my god <laughs> yeah that that right there that's awesome oh my god he's so oh. frustrated yeah Fuckers kill some anyway. Okay, headlines. <laughs> okay, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey got some free DLC. Um that basically puts a cap on the main character's story and ends with them marrying some character in the game. Uh now the controversy for this is if you completed that DLC and finished your Cassandra or Alexios's game, then your Cassandra or Alexios went off into the sunset in the bounds of a heterosexual marriage. Aww. 
which for folks who played the game, because you can play the game and only get the, them involved in, you know, they could be bisexual, they could be abstinent, they could be homosexual. Mm-hmm. If you play the entire game as a lesbian Cassandra, you might feel a little betrayed by this narrative to suddenly have Cassandra married at the very end. And so there was backlash about it from LGBTQ groups. And to, uh, to Ubisoft's credit, they changed it. And they didn't change it so that now you can choose a man or a woman. What they change it to is you can just choose to maintain a platonic relationship with this person. Um, so it's not, you know, it's not like they really bent over backwards, but it, I, I really like that they... It was like, reaction. It was paying attention. It, it, was, it was paying attention, and it was like having compassion for that group as opposed to just saying, well, it's too hard to animate a woman. It was a sincere apology. Yeah. I feel that way. I feel like that, like, mea culpa, you're right, we did fuck up, we designed this game to be inclusive, and then we dropped the ball on that, let's fix it. So that's mm-hmm. cool. I can dig it. Okay. <clears throat> on the other side of that, Insomniac did not have to make that Sam Raimi suit. That, I felt like, was capitulation. Uh, no, but the thing is, I believe they were working on that it was, for it literal was probably months. Already done. They were working yeah. on it for months prior. Then you just don't release it. Yeah, they just couldn't announce it because, you know, the paper's not drying the contract or whatever. Yeah, but there's a lot of legal shit yeah. in the way it's hanging in the way of that. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is because there's all that legal shit, they were working on this this time last year. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. They they had the plan for it. They didn't just think, oh, yeah, we should do that. They had it coming. Okay, so uh, Nintendo announced, I think it was last year or the year before. When was it? Was Two, it years Two, Two years ago. Two years ago. Yes. They announced Metroid Prime 4, and people freaked mm-hmm. out. Now, apparently, they have been working on it, or someone has been working on it for the last two years. And then this week, they announced that they're scrapping everything that's been done on it so far. Mm-hmm. They're handing it over to Retro Studios to start from scratch. Whoa. But but yep. wait, Chamberlain, who are Retro Studios? Retro Studios made the first three games. Metro Studio, Retro Studios made the first Metroid Prime, which is considered yes. one of the greatest Metroid games it's, of all it's, time. It's one, of the, it's one of the best GameCube titles. Yes. So uh, so that's probably good news. I really hope that they're up to making a current-gen game. Um, it's good news, but now we're going to be seeing Metroid Prime 4 at the end of the Switch's life. Yes. Because it's, it's two years off, if not more. Yes, and, you know, I'm sure the Switch is far easier to develop for than the, the PS4 or the Xbox. Yeah. So we might see it in two years, I would imagine. But, yeah. Okay. Well, if we don't think Nintendo's going to release some sort of hardware revision between now and then, if we're kidding ourselves, they totally will. Rumor is they're currently looking at a more portable, smaller version of the Switch. Okay, and, I, don't need, I don't care about that. And that'll don't be the next that. redesign. Yeah, don't need that. Um, there's going to be a Dragon Ball Z action RPG for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. See, something I forgot to talk about. Uh, over the weekend, for uh, for Xbox Live Gold, Dragon Ball Fighters was just free to play. Ooh. Just download and play it. So I'm like, alright, it's been six months since I played a fighting game. I will download and play Dragon Ball Fighters. Just see if I can run through the story mode. Okay. And the story mode was so Dragon Ball in that there was lots and lots and lots and lots of talking and then a fight. Yeah. And then lots and lots and lots and lots of talking and then I couldn't do it. I got bored. Just from all the talking. Just from all the talking. You can well, at least they were saying fighting. words and not just mouths that gape grunting. You couldn't, you couldn't skip the talking? You probably could, but I'm like, I'm just like, I half wanted to know what's going on because I don't know who most of these characters are. Like, my knowledge of Dragon Ball is, is limited to, like, the Saiyans and, and, and Frieza. That's all I know. Yeah. 
And Boo. I saw the Boo saga. Yeah. Yeah. But apart from that, I don't know who these characters are. Like, who's this cat guy who says he's a god that wants food all the I mean, what the hell is going on? So, why Why is there this talking tar baby? And yeah. I think they know and are, and are acting dumb what so, that means. So yeah, I play. I, I tried the story mode for like a little bit, then I put into training mode and realized, yeah, I just don't like how this game feels. I'm glad I never bought it, and that was the end of that. But at least I know now. At least I know. I tried. Uh, an Assassin's Creed Liberation collection listing for Switch has been popping up lately. Uh, now this hasn't been announced, but a collection with an identical name has already been announced for PS4 and Xbox. So it's basically Assassin's Creed Three and Liberation. Uh, Liberation mm-hmm. was the P- was the Vita game, I think. I think it was, yeah. So, <clears throat> listener, if you've been dying to play two of the worst Assassin's Creeds, I have good news for you. <laughs> it's three in Liberation. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, Quantic Dream, the guilty party responsible for producing Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human, is no longer making PlayStation-exclusive games. This comes not long after allegations of a toxic culture at the company came to light. No word on whether or not that had to do with Sony's absence, but the new investor says they've looked into this, they've investigated the company, they've taken tours of the office, and they're convinced that that type of culture does not exist there. Uh-huh. Isn't that new investor that giant... Chinese company that makes a lot of mobile games whose uh, name I can't remember right yeah, now. Yeah, it was a weird name that I didn't recognize. Hang on. Yeah, um, no, I... It, it, I'm almost positive it's it's a giant Japanese company. Hang on, I got I'm the, sorry, uh, Chinese. Giant Chinese company. Uh, also just invested heavily in somebody else, I thought. Uh, NetEase exec Simon Zuhu. NetEase. NetEase. Yep. NetEase. And I swear they also just invested in somebody else, too. NetEase is gigantic. Well, I guarantee you if they buy this company, they're just going to shut it down. Because I I can't imagine that these games actually make back more than they cost. NetEase is a Chinese internet technology company providing online services centered on content, community, communications, and commerce. Net income, $10.849 billion in 2017. Mm Mm-hmm. He's big. Hmm. Now, that is a place that can buy, like, five other companies at once. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, Alex just found out this week that Chris Avalon is writing Dying Light 2. Yeah, I forgot about that entirely. Yeah. I, uh, no, that's been around I, since announced, I think. I know, and I completely forgot about that, and that's a great idea. That's I'm glad that it's happening. Yep. Uh, Chris Avalon, for the listener, is a legendary games writer. Um, He's fucking great. He His was, Twitter is He was, was Bioware, right? <laughs> No, he was Obsidian. Oh! Why did he use my work? Okay. Yeah, uh, he's great. Darksiders Warmastered Edition for Switch was leaked by THQ Nordic, and then removed and replaced with a gif of Leslie Nielsen from Naked Gun standing in front of an exploding fireworks factory and uh, assuring people there's nothing to see here. It was later confirmed <laughs> Darksiders is coming to Switch April 2nd, 30 bucks. It's about the right price, I think. Man, 30 bucks, I'll be thrilled. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, this month, um, um, well... Uh, February, is the last month for free PS3 and Vita games with your PlayStation Plus subscription. That's kind of sad. It is, but, you know, I understand why. Um, It's been a long time. Yeah, it has. For PS3, it has been 10 years, I think. A long time, at least. Um, And for PS3, at least, there's a doozy in February. Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots. Wasn't that a two-disc game? No. Was, no, I, it was a game with a gigantic man, mandatory install, but I think it was only one disc game. I forget. I, I remember sure sitting there watching Snake Smoke while it installed for like 15 minutes. Yeah, 15 that, minutes. 
I think that was actually one of the first PS3 games with a mandatory install. I think it was that's a true. big deal. I think that's true. Yeah, because like uh, the first gen PS3s, there were some that were only like twenty megs of. There's twenty, yeah, twenty gigs gig versus yeah. yeah versus the the, the hundred gigs or ninety gigs or yeah. no sixty whatever it was. But anyway, um, uh, so because this is the last month um, for the uh, the PS3 and Vita titles, they will be available until March eighth. So you'll have a couple extra days to download them, um, and the PS4 titles won't be renewed until March fifth. Uh, industry insider Daniel Ahmad this week said that in general, most of Sony's first party studios are switching over to working on the PlayStation 5 right now. It's mm-hmm. still early to talk about next gen, but I imagine we'll hear some whispers come out of GDC. And he said PS5 dev kits are out there and I've heard positive things about it. Word is also that the PS4 is far from done and there's lots of unannounced games in current franchises that are still coming to the PS4 and will arrive by the well, end of the gen. They would be idiots to walk away from this install base now. Yes. So I'm really hoping at least that we get a Horizon 2 before this gen is over. I'm definitely getting a God of War 2. I don't know if we'll see that before the gen's over, though. I think we will. The tools are there. Yeah. The engine's done. That's what kind of worries about me. It worries me is that instead of getting, like, a real sequel to this, what we'll get is uh, Ascension, (laughs) you know? Oh, uh, look at like this God of War's ascension. But on the other hand, I also think that it's entirely possible that they could kind of maintain the map with a few minor changes, but then just keep on opening up sections of it. That kid's not getting any younger. Yeah, to further, (laughs) to further, like, so you're still in the same, very much in the same world around the Lake of Nine. I don't know. Uh, The Nintendo Switch moved 32.2 million units worldwide. Yeesh. Yeah, uh, they were really happy this week. They announced that they had uh, they had shipped 17.5 million switches to retailers in 2018. And if you do any math on Sony's numbers, they sold through to consumers 18 million PS4s in 2018. 18 million. Yeah. So so Sony's like like the Switch is doing quite well, but Sony doesn't have to be that scared. No. Uh, two interesting bits of Mortal Kombat news came out uh, this week. Uh, its campaign will spawn Mortal Kombat's past, present, and future, thanks to the new series villain, Chronica. Chronica. That w- I mean, a lot of that people were already guessing because in some of the shots you saw outfits that are clearly from Mortal Kombat 9 hmm. versus Mortal Kombat 10. So yeah, there's there's time travel shenanigans going on here, which is fine because then you can have different variations of the same character. Or Netherrealms will sell you, happily sell you the costumes for your classic Scorpion if you really want to pay a couple bucks for it. So remember, Warner Brothers is in there. They're the publisher, so there's going to be absolutely atrocious monetization in there somewhere. Uh, they also re- revealed today that Kano is back, and he has a pirate costume. <laughs> I saw that costume. I don't know what to make of it. It's I, I, so he's supposed I, to be a robot? No, no. He's, he's a thief. He's a thief. Uh, yeah, Kano's always... He's a, he's a rogue. He's a... Yeah. With an Australian accent or something. Mm, Is it Australian? Yeah. I think so. I think it's Australian. Yeah. Um, and I, I wasn't able to put this in the headlines because I sent it to you guys before I saw it. But there's an article up on Kotaku right now about uh, game retailers in Germany and what they're doing to get rid of copies of Fallout 76. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of them is if you buy an Xbox One or PS4 controller, it could be new or refurbished. It doesn't matter. They'll give you a free copy of the game. <laughs> the other one... Yeah. Do you have to take it? The other one was, uh, <laughs> in Germany, there are Xbox One X Fallout 76 bundles where, you know, you, you buy your, your, your Xbox One X and, it, and in the box is a copy of Fallout 76. They will sell you that 
and another copy of Fallout 76. <laughs> so you get a free, you get a free second copy of the game and you go home and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? You can put your coffee cup on it. Maybe you can inflict it on one of your friends. Here, come on, yeah, play maybe, this maybe, super terrible game with me, please. Maybe that's the idea is you give it to a friend because, man, you give me a deal like that, I'm going to turn around and go, I, what's the trade in value on this? No, get it out of here, man. Get it out. No, is we it, don't want it. Is we it infected? Yeah, of course it's infected. Yes. Bethesda's so hope is all over this disc. <laughs> it's, it's, it's drowning in hubris. Yes. So, Alex, we kind of touched on this, too, that with Metro Exodus coming out, um, the publishers have announced that they are abandoning Steam entirely. Yeah. And sticking with just the Epic Store. And we're getting that story repeatedly lately. Mm. How good is this Epic, Epic uh, Store deal? I, I mean, it, they just have to keep this sort of thing coming forever. Well, they have to steal enough away. It's already cheaper on the Epic's Game Store by $10 because Epic is giving the publisher more money so they can sell it for less. Hmm. I mean, so uh, monetarily, there's a, there's a reason to do for them to do it. Valve has had this coming a long time. Yeah. The Some, uh, like the, the the spirit of America is someone doing it better for cheaper. Well, the thing is is, is can Epic actually do it Better, I can't imagine that they could provide the same service uh, without the massive. I mean, okay, uh, Fortnite is you know raking in the cash. That's true, but Fortnite's not going to last forever. No, Steam is the number one ecosystem yeah. for playing games on PC. It, it is. And it Team still Fortress is. Two just might because <laughs> 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 apparently that is. Still around. No, I it is. Understand. Like I'm, I'm 100% people are still playing it, but now it's free to play. That's not making them any money yeah, aside no. from what people spend on hats. But my, do you know how much they spend on hats? My point is, is that it wouldn't surprise me if much like the early gen Xbox, this is costing Epic money to do. Probably mm. a lot of money. And yeah. the and the infrastructure that they need to have on their end to keep the service up and running and to never crash uh, is, is not cheap. It's not cheap. And if Ooh. they're... Cutting the publishers in or the developers in for so much money, how much money are they getting? How much money is this costing them to do? Is this digging them a hole that they're anticipating will end up uh, paying off in the very, very long run? And if so, can they last that long? That's the question. I mean, the, Steam needs competition. They've been really letting their side down for the last couple of years. The best reaction I saw, saw to this was... Um, Steam users, of course, went crazy and review-bombed the older Metro games on Steam because they're oh. stupid. Uh, but they also started, like, harassing the guy who wrote the books that what? Metro was based on, like, on Twitter. And the, and the guy's like, first of all, I have nothing to do with this. I write fantasy novels, and I sold the rights to the developer. But then he also said, but I have an idea why. Because I get the feeling that Epic might care, and Valve doesn't give a shit. Hmm. That Epic might help, and Valve's going to be like, oh, well, here's the platform, run it, let's go for it. I like that take. Yeah, I, if only Valve had the goodwill of, a, I don't know, another Half-Life. <laughs> but no, they, they let that die years ago. Yeah, they did. They don't need it. I, I, you know what? I bet it died with the Steam Box. <laughs> uh, did the Steam Box actually come out? Wasn't there one? Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. And if if it failed so hard, yeah, Half Life Three is never going to happen. No, it's gone. No, Valve as we know it is gone. Gabe's just cashing that check. That's right. I can't remember the last time we saw a picture of Gabe. 
I can't remember the last time I gave a shit about a Steam sale. Yeah, I mean, they're really, it's just... It's kind of just crap now. Well, it always, I mean, no, it's just you already have everything you need. N- yeah, yeah, but like some of the lower tier stuff almost never goes on. Stuff like, the stuff I don't have that I want almost never goes on sale, and it used to. Hmm. Like, that I've is... been waiting for, what was it, uh, uh that last, like, aerial uh, RPG that's apparently really good. Like, like Little Mermaid? Shoot. What? <laughs> you said you said aerial RPG. Like 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 isometric. Kingdom Hearts 2? Uh, oh, 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 top down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, god. Fuck. Towers you know of about. Yeah, tower King No, not um, Not Pillars of Eternity, but it was more 3D based. Ah, oh, jeez, what was it? Oh, for fuck's sake. It, it won like two game of the year awards. Was that the Torment follow-up? Yeah. Not the Torment follow-up, but it was the gosh. Oh, Numenara? Not Numenara even. was a Torment follow-up. Okay. I tried to yeah, play that no, game, just couldn't do it. Oh, man, it's not that one. Look, it, it, I'll look it up right now. It's, it never leaves the Steam charts. Skies of Arcadia? What? No. No, <laughs> no it's um something too. Well, I'll find it. So, Chance, are you going to play Kingdom Hearts 3? Uh, uh, you know what? I keep on seeing stuff that makes me want to, um, but I think I'll wait for a sale. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm either going to wait for a sale or just forget about it, because I think if I bought it, I'd probably give it a, um, like, a, a, a dragon, Dragon's Quest kind of treatment, where I yeah. play it for five hours, go, yeah, that's pretty good, and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speak of the devil, Divinity Original Sin, which is what it was, is there we go. 35% off. It's still really? $30, like, a year and a half later. Still. That's yep. a sale. It's a sale. It's a sale. Yeah. Now, this savings. is your opportunity, and if you don't, if you don't jump on it, you're just a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> well, until we start, until we start getting the kickbacks off the podcast, he doesn't have that kind of scratch around and just kind of buy a game like no. that. Come on. What you guys haven't been getting these kickbacks? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm not selling out hard enough. People, you know, you, your uh, kickbacks from Blizzard and Overwatch, I just can't match that. I, I did. Mean, I did post about it the last time I got one of those fucking emails, didn't I? Where these these people were going to pay me fifteen dollars. To promote a game that they wouldn't name for the company that they work for, which they wouldn't name. Uh-huh. <laughs> they wanted to give me 15 bucks to, to do a post on the blog about So, for, for, for a decent lunch, maybe a decent lunch. A decent lunch? Where you they going want for you lunch? to chill. Well, okay, for me, a decent lunch is like Qdoba, which is just over 10 bucks. That's fine. That, that's not that's even fine. a decent lunch. That's like a humble little good enough lunch. Like, this is food. I won't die. <laughs> that's the kind of lunch you could buy for 15 bucks. <laughs> You know what? Give me, give me thirty bucks to get like a good lunch, like a burnt, like a like a full plate of food and a nice coffee on the side, like. And you will shill bejeweled three. No, or whatever even it then, is. even then I wouldn't. Even then I wouldn't, because like you know what? You know what I have for lunch? Cigarettes. I don't fucking, I don't fucking need this money. Fuck off. <laughs> So that's how you stay so girlishly thin. It's the cigarettes I, I don't, yeah, and the heroin. No, it's, no well, I mean, uh, the heroin's a big part of it, yeah. But, <laughs> but I, don't, I don't understand. And it's not uncommon. Like, it's probably three times a year I'll get an email like this. I don't understand how these people are finding my blog. I don't think I'm that popular. In fact, I'm sure of it. Do you remember, remember last year when I was telling you guys that, like, every post I made was somehow getting thousands of views? No. Yeah. 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 The week after I told you guys that, it stopped. Uh, so it was like whoever was doing it was listening was to the listening. podcast, and then, oh, he's on to me. And oh, then, oh, shit, stop. Yeah. He's got to stop. Okay, yeah. That's kind of creepy. I know. It's kind of weird. 
either that or that your WordPress site had gotten hacked and it was just some sort of <laughs> it was infecting things or whoever the server is. Ooh, spam comment. Yeah. No, I mean I actually had a spam comment. Well, you actually had a spam oh, comment. Yeah. Uh, it's for Middle of Earth Shadow of War Gold Edition PC digital download. Delete. I should go curate those. But I don't even see those very often. Oh, I would, sometimes I forget to look. Yeah, I was. Uh, my my blog had a lot more comments when I was actually doing content regularly. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah. I know it's weird. Content, content. That that involves work, though. We produce. Come on. Ah. I just want to consume. Which reminds me, you know how you've been saying we need a song, a new song to open up the podcast? Yeah, yeah, it's a new year. We should get a new opener. We should, but well, first of all, listen, um, um, you know what, I'm going to send you that, no, I don't think that's the right song. I was going to suggest that song from Man From Uncle, but I don't think that's it. But, and I'm not sure this is the song either, but it, I did consider suggesting it. Go to YouTube, type Y-U-N-G-B-L-U-D, and called Loner, L-O-N-E-R. Why you what? Young blood, young blood, oh, young, young, young blood, blood loner videos, and yes, watch the one published January sixteenth. It's the actual video, and I know the guy looks like uh, someone you wouldn't want dating your kid, but <laughs> but uh, but just listen, listen, listen to it because I don't know. It feels there's something very legit punky about it that I enjoy. All right, all right, all right. I will, I will give it a listen. Loner, loner. Anyway, I'll find it later. I'll send I must you have typed something in wrong because I got like Star Citizen links. What the hell? Da, 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 da. <laughs> How do I get Star Citizen? Oh, STL Youngblood is like And that's still chugging along. Send Star Citizen. Yeah, well, yeah. I just got. Actually, I think that may have been what got the whole bunch of money from the same people who are thro- who invested into. Uh, yeah, nothing suspicious about that. Nope. Yeah. Who could possibly use these money pits? <laughs> you have no problem abusing the women on your staff? We are Chinese! <laughs> <laughs> we understand your culture perfectly. There's nothing wrong here. Oh, now, okay, that, I'm not that listener. That is not to say that a toxic workplace or sexism in general is acceptable. It is merely to suggest that these things are more prevalent in the cultures of China, Korea, and Japan. Okay, this guy is okay. His mouth is like half the size of his head. I know, and he, he and he's like, got that like weird. And he's got that weird upturned nose. He totally looks like a, he's got a hand up his ass, and somebody's performing him. Yeah, his mouth does go pretty big, but it's the yeah. song. It's the song. He's got this weird felt nose. It's. Only- <laughs> yeah. I will listen to this later, but for now, I think it's time. To call it an evening. Okay, but before we do, before we do, um, listener, go to YouTube, type in Mike Snow with two eyes, M I I K E Snow. Genghis Khan is the name of the video. Uh, this video is about um, a James Bond supervillain who's in love with James Bond and uh, and can't can't stand going home to his wife and kids because all he wants to do is dance for James Bond. Watch that video. <laughs> <laughs> this is like three years old. I know it's so funny. <laughs> it was, it's got thirty-three million views. It though. was so funny. I just thought it was. He's got like half a gold face. That's the, he's, a, he's a Bond villain. Okay, he, he, he's got, got his nose lasered off yeah. or something like that. He's gold rhino. I don't know what the deal is. I just, <laughs> I, I just thought it was funny. It's even got lasers in there. Like, no, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. That's right. 
Which is the I worst. I expect you to fall in love. I expect you to fall in love. All right. right. <laughs> Good enough. night, gentlemen. Good night. <laughs> Alex, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Jazz, thank you for talking. A pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Put